a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. In the midst of a uh, government threat of shutdown, uh, we're back where we've been so many times before. And the question is, why? Why are we still in the same position where the American people are being held hostage with government funding? We've got to get past the headline. We have to get past the talking points of the left and the right. Uh, We might need a little rage to add to our reason today when it comes to Congress. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. It is taking every ounce of energy for me to not rage about what is happening in our nation's capital. And I want to walk you through it in pieces so that we understand because we're going to be sold a bill of goods with a very shiny object, a worthy shiny object uh, this week as it relates to spending packages. And the message from Congress, both sides of the aisle, is we have to pass everything or we can't pass anything. That is the biggest of lies uh, that we keep being sold. So I take you back to September of last year when the government was supposed to be funded. Congress didn't do its job, and so they did a continuing resolution convincing us that, well, we just need a little bit more time. So we're going to kick the can down the road and we'll just keep spending going. No evaluations, no assessment, no votes, no accountability. We'll just kick it to December. And then in December, just before the Christmas holiday, uh, as we predicted, they said, well, we just don't quite have time to go through and and really do this right. So we're going to punt it to January, which they did. Kept spending going at the same pace. No evaluation, no accountability, just more spending. January came. Nothing had been done. Nothing had been advanced in terms of the spending packages that are required to fund the United States government. What happened with all that time in between? Nothing happened in between. And so then they said, well, we just need a little more time. So we're going to punt the ball once again to March. And here we are. Nothing's been done. Nothing's completed. There's nothing specific that is on the table for anyone to read, to look at, to evaluate, to propose an amendment to. And so what do we do? We just keep spending. And we do that by these votes on continuing resolutions. And so now, now it gets even more devious because the way Congress tends to work is you have to create a reason to vote for bad things by putting in something that everybody agrees on. This week, that happens to be funding to help the people of Ukraine. And to me, that is absolutely offensive. That we're now saying, well, if we really want to help the people of Ukraine, we have to pass everything or we can do nothing. And that is not the case, folks. But that is what 
leaders of both political parties and the White House are trying to convince us that what we really need is to just roll all of this into one mega bill and then we'll pass it. If we really want to help the people of Ukraine, then you have to vote for this. And by the way, if you vote no on this continuing resolution, on this spending package, then you are against the people of Ukraine. And that's also offensive to me. That's politicizing the suffering of individual people, freedom-loving people, people who are taking to the streets in their own country, and almost two million who have fled to stay out of harm's way, mostly whom are women and children and the elderly. And so for anyone in the United States Congress to stand up and say, well, if you love the people of Ukraine, if you're really for Ukraine, you have to vote for this thousands of pages and trillions of dollars of spending without even looking at it, reading it, or being able to amend it or tweak it in any way. That's the problem. And that's why I may be slightly towards the rage side today. (laughs) I'm trying to be reasonable. Uh, This is not reasonable. Uh, It's unacceptable. And when we look at what goes into these bills, and if Congress would just do their job, I I told Dave and Debbie earlier today uh, on Dave and Dejanovic that the fact that we just keep doing this, there really never, ever, ever should be a threat of a government shutdown. And how do we do that? It's very simple. Congress does its job. It's a really simple job. It's outlined in the Constitution. There's appropriations bills. You have committees. You do your work. You put it into a bill. You have a debate. You give members from both sides of the political aisle the opportunity to offer amendments to make it better or more specific or more targeted. And then you take votes in front of the American people. But this sorry excuse of continuing resolutions and massive spending packages that nobody reads is why we are $30 trillion in debt, which, by the way, most military analysts say actually is the greatest national security threat we have in the United States of America, is our national debt. And so you're going to hear a lot this week. And so I, I lay this out at the beginning of the program because I want you to be aware of what you're going to be sold. We always talk about the manipulation tactics of the Russian government. It happens here at home too, folks. And it gets perpetuated in the media as leaders of both political parties have their talking points. They push out their agenda. And we have to be able to push back with something. And so I want you to be aware. So when it happens, you can say, oh, that's what that is. And so often when I was in Washington, D.C., we called that the shiny object. And so the shiny object can be a a host of different things, but it's, it's something that everybody can kind of wrap their head around. It's something that can get great public sentiment and support. And then you roll it in with all of this other garbage and say, well, if we don't pass all the garbage, we can't do anything else. And so this week, that just happens to be the people of Ukraine. And that's offensive to me. To say that the $10 billion emergency funding for Ukraine, which both Democrats and Republicans agree, we need to get that there. It's humanitarian aid. It's military assistance. 
Everybody agrees on it. But now they're going to hold it up and they're going to say, well, unless we pass all of this garbage and all of this unnecessary spending or this spending that we don't know how effective it is because we haven't addressed it for so long, or this spending that we know we can't afford, but we'll just lop it on top of our $30 trillion debt and let our grandchildren's children take care of it. Uh, that's offensive. And so don't, don't be persuaded by the shiny object. And as I said, it is offensive to me that the shiny object are the people of Ukraine. If you love the people of Ukraine, there is no reason, zero reason under the sun that at this very hour, the United States Senate and the House of Representatives could be called into sessions, could have a bill placed on the floor to approve this $10 billion in emergency funding for Ukraine for humanitarian and military assistance and have the vote before the sun sets. There's no reason that cannot be done. And there's process pieces. They can do all of that. But to give the excuse that, well, we have to, we have to fund the government by Friday, so we have to go through this and this. They, they can change that at any moment. It is a will issue. And when it comes to will, that requires leadership. And when I talk about leadership, I am not talking about political leadership. I'm talking about real leadership that will stand up to friend, especially, and foe alike, and say, let's just live up to the principles we profess to believe today. Can we do that? Can we have that conversation? Can we have that debate? Can we move that forward? And so throughout the week this week, you're going to hear a lot of people say, well, so-and-so's must be for Vladimir Putin because they're going to vote against the big disaster bill at the end of the week to make sure the government doesn't shut down. Don't buy it. Don't believe it. Uh, There's much more to it. And until we the people can rise up in a way through vote, and through elected officials to say that's we're not going to do it that way anymore. We're going to get back to regular order, and we're going to do the things the way they are outlined in the Constitution. Uh, we have to get to that. We have to think again. We can't just keep buying what our politicians are serving up because it's not accurate and it's not right. And it's especially not right when we're dealing with the people of Ukraine who are in desperate need of our help and the American Congress needs to step up and do their job and deliver and not create one more fake fight and false choice for the American people. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com 
or wherever you get your podcasts.